Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So, I for one am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I am right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from quince. Ooh, mm-hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking. I'm going to toot my own horn. Effortlessly chic, whether it's winter toot, or, toot, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, If you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Hi there. Welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrier. And we are not experts. But we are two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And we welcome you to yet another mini episode where we hear from you. We share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. And please remember, we're not experts. We are podcast hosts. And we always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a doctor and or mental health professional as needed. We love hearing from you. If you would like to reach us, our voicemail number is 781-591-0390. And our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Sure is. Let's get into Trader Joe's. Let's do it. So we heard on a previous mini episode. Yes. From a caller with flawless skin. Mm Mm-hmm. And they owed it all to a Trader Joe's enriched cream. Yep. Now, you know, I ran right out and bought the entire Trader Joe's skincare line. I do know. For our future experiments yep. that we'll be doing down the yep. road. Um, and then 
based on that caller's recommendation, we had other people call in, lots of people. Lots of people. Look, who knew Trader Joe's was just quietly owning the skincare game? I mean, these people did. Well, maybe everybody but us. So we have a bunch of voicemails with other Trader Joe's recommendations to play for you today. Here we go. Voicemail number one. Hey guys, my name is Stacy. I'm a newer listener and thanks for keeping me company yesterday when I was driving for work. But I was listening to the episode about the woman with the flawless skin, all thanks to Trader Joe's Enriched Moisturizing Face Lotion. And I've been using it for years and I love it. I also wanted to tell you guys when you go to Trader Joe's, don't miss the antioxidant facial serum for all types. I know how you feel about serums. And you should definitely treat yourself to the lavender sea salt scrub. It will turn your shower into a full-on spa. Enjoy. Thanks for keeping me company again yesterday at work. And I can't wait to hear about your Trader Joe's haul. Lavender sea salt scrub sounds great. It does sound nice. I've purchased a few of their shower scrubs mm-hmm. before. And as mentioned, I have their like shampoo yes. soap in my shower. Um I did get this serum in my haul. Okay, good. I haven't cracked anything open yet. We will kind of, you and I need to kind of have a meeting about our we Trader do. Joe's mission. Um, but FYI, those items are in there. Mm-hmm. Here's another facial skincare Trader Joe's rave that we received. Hi, Kate and Tori. Um, I'm driving to my mom's house for Labor Day weekend, and I was just listening to the latest mini app where you're talking about toners. And I, I want to share my favorite. It's not super fancy. Um, I love the Trader Joe's rose water toner. I just spritz it on my face after I wash it. It's just, it's so refreshing and it's not expensive. I believe it's cruelty free. Um, it's just a great product. So thanks for the pod. Bye. Nice. That's in the hall. Thank you. Um, I also want to note that that caller left that voicemail a few weeks ago before this original Trader Joe's skin uh, lotion call. Oh, look at that. So they were in the inbox just waiting to be heard. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad we got to that one. All right. We've got uh, a body care recommendation. Hey, Kate and Dory. My name's Emily. I just listened to the part of the mini episode. We're going to do a Trader Joe's big product test. And I got so excited, as you both did as well, um, that I had to call in and mention the Trader Joe's Mango Shave Cream. You should definitely include this in your test. I have been using there's, – there's nothing else like it. Um, I love it so much. It's not, it's not the cheapest shaving gel or foam or cream that you can buy, but it's definitely the most effective. My legs used to itch so bad after I used like the Gillette, um, you know, the gel that kind of turned into a foam when you rubbed it together because it was so drying. But the Trader Joe's stuff is everything. It's so good. So you should definitely include that in your in your product test. Also love the citrus body wash and I can't wait to hear some more recs. Thanks, guys. So I did not even know they had a shaving cream. I missed that. I mean... And I haven't, I did not buy the body wash. So I feel like we've got to go back and get a whole. We should basically just buy their entire skincare body (laughs) section. And then while we're there, pick up some frozen croissants to to crack open. Have you ever made their frozen macarons? 
I don't think so, but I think I've had them at your house. Is that possible? No. I've been intrigued by them. I haven't made them. Their frozen croissants are legit delicious. I serve them on Christmas morning. Oh. There's so much good stuff to be found at Trader Joe's. I mean, aside from the skincare, the the groceries we could talk about forever. But we won't. We won't. But we will in a future episode. All right. Last voicemail with a seasonal holiday skincare recommendation from TJ's. Hi, Kate and Dory. This is Jessica. I actually just paused the most recent mini episode to call for the first time, first time caller here, because the idea of a Trader Joe's focused product recommendation excited me so much. And I actually have a recommendation. The caveat to this is it is not in the Trader Joe's usual lineup. It only comes out at Christmas. At least I've only seen it in like the run up to Christmas. But it is so good, it's worth it, and I usually stock up then, and it is the Trader Joe's Face Mask Trio. Now, Dory, I know that you're not a masker, but here's the thing. I'm actually not a masker either. I like to do it just occasionally as like a relaxing thing, or I like a clay mask when I've had some breakouts, and the price is right on these. I forget what it costs, um, because I've bought these, obviously, last year, but I want to say they're around $10, maybe. They also make great gifts, especially if you're ever a part of, like, a gift exchange with a low amount, and you get a clay detox mask, a pineapple papaya enzyme mask that's, like, exfoliating, and then a moisturizing rose gel mask. They're each two fluid ounces, so also perfect for travel. I cannot recommend these enough. Um, I don't really love masks a lot, so I don't like to spend a lot of money on it, but honestly... I have tried much more expensive masks that I do not like nearly as well as this Trader Joe's face mask trio. So if you end up doing your focus on Trader Joe's products, I know it won't be out probably for at least another month or so, but definitely keep your eyes out. All right, guys, I love your podcast so much. It's one of the highlights of my week. Bye. So what I've always heard like in the rumor mill of Trader Joe's is that they are more expensive products that like Trader Joe's gets and then just puts their Trader Joe's label on. Have you ever heard this? I've heard a sort of a version of this, which is that a lot of their stuff is made in the same, you know, production facilities as differently branded items. Right. And they just put their name on it. I, I feel like Costco does something similar. Like everyone says that the Kirkland brand diapers are the same as Huggies or something. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I know Kirkland's coffee that they sell with their brand is Starbucks, but they have that on the label. So I would be interested to know what the secret of Trader Joe's is. Here's an example Mm -hmm. that I know for a fact because this was written about, but Bomba, the Israeli peanut snack, there's now a Trader Joe's version. Yes. And I believe it is made under the same auspices as the original bomba so i i wonder what this if this skincare is available elsewhere that is a very interesting point if there are any more we have to get chemist confessions on this. yes we do we we, have to get them on the pod we do make a note yes um but there's anyone who works in the trader joe's skincare department slide into our dms get in there leave us an anonymous message yep Tell us what is going on with these products. Tell us the secrets. Also send us some dried mango because that is my favorite thing. 
at Trader Joe's. Uh, moving on, we will we will do more Trader Joe's talk. We will later this year. Um, but we're gonna head back over to the friends who don't make plans. Uh, hullabaloo, a a, to- a topic that keeps on giving. This does not even skim the surface of the amount of messages no. we've received about this. It has. It's hit a button, hit a nerve. Yeah, if you it will. was also discussed. It um, people were discussing it in the open thread on the, in the Facebook group about the episode last week. I'm really, really grateful that so much discussion has come of it because yeah. I feel like we're really digging into the whys and different people's experiences. So we had two new perspectives that I don't believe had come up yet. Uh, I will read this email. Great. I feel like something missing from this conversation is that maybe people have other things going on with them that makes maintaining friendships hard, even when they desperately want to be a good friend. I have been going through the process of getting diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis over the last year, and most of the time I feel pretty much like garbage. So going to work and then taking care of my family, including my husband, four pets, and an 18-month-old, is often more than I can handle. I could really use some good friends, but I definitely often don't have the energy, literally, to reach out or organize something. So moral of the story is, if you feel like someone isn't doing a good job of putting in the effort to be your friend, it might be because they have a health problem that is impacting their life, and they haven't told you yet because they don't know how, or they don't even know what it is yet. I think we probably all need to be better at reaching out, but we should continue to give each other some grace as well. Great, great point of view. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. I know, I know, again, very different, but I, when I've been pretty depressed, which was mostly kind of the year or two after my mom died, I had a very hard time reaching out to people or making plans or doing anything. Yeah. I mean, I feel like those are kind of accepted circumstances. Yes. I I don't think that that was an issue with the original person who left the voicemail. Right. Well, we have someone calling to follow up on that thought. Great. Let's hear it. Hi, Kate and Dormarie. I love the pod. Um, I pulled over to respond to the really vibrant discussion about um, friendships and committing to friendships and prioritizing friendships. Um, and so I was, I'm responding to a response of the response of people talking about prioritizing friends. And a few callers have said in this episode, it might be associated with ADHD, not being able to follow up with plans. And another caller said, and also it might be um, associated with rejection sensitivity. And both of those things actually have to do with ADHD. So part of ADHD is a large emotional component of that, and rejection sensitivity tends to be a lot higher for people with ADHD. So I am um, a clinical social worker and have a PhD in social work. I am also a yoga teacher and who, for people with disabilities, and I have ADHD. And so um, I feel like I do have some experiences with this. Um, and another thing that is relevant and why it is also hard, you know, another part of this is saying to friends directly, hey, this is really hard. I really love you and I miss feeling more connected to you. And part of that is around a, a critical component of the patriarchy is um, making women feel as though other people's comfort is to be prioritized over their own self-interest. So that's why that also makes it more difficult to say and express what our needs are, even on top of all of our own childhood stuff around that, um, because that looks like self-interest rather than prioritizing somebody else's comfort. And so it's that conversation gets to be even more difficult to say to friends, hey, I love you and um, I want to be 
more connected, and that requires spending some time. So anyways, I apologize. It feels like a monologue, and I hope you get all of this, and I hope that it's understandable. Um, thanks for talking more about these things that are really vital. Friendships are so precious, and I think they don't get the time that they deserve. Okay, thanks a lot, YouTube. Bye-bye. I love our listeners. So do I. We were texting about this mm-hmm. last night. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I, I, literally every day that we do on this podcast, I feel like we're both kind of continuously blown away by how wonderful you all yeah. are. Um, thank you, caller, for that perspective. I think it's it's important to see the individual. Totally. And also see if there's a larger thing going mm-hmm. on. And in the end... It all comes back to the patriarchy. Of course, it always does. Always does. Well, let's take a quick break. Let's do that. And we'll be back with more. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that my, thing every day. I do too. Uh, it's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like, I, I, I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires. And just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, oh God, like get this off of me. No, thank <laughs> once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it like, could be. Yes. Also like summer sweat under those underwires. It's like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic intelligent people on this podcast. 
But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. Mm, I love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm I hearing mean, those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes. Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with Gloria Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or, or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You've got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, 
Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Okay, we're back. We're back. And you know, what's interesting, this is kind of all more friend questions. Yeah. I didn't intentionally do this, but I did this. <laughs> so, uh, or our listeners did this. Well, that's true. I mean, but friendship is such a vital yeah. part of who we are and totally. our communities and support systems. So we've got a bunch of questions. So let's just kick it off with this voicemail. Hi, Kate. Hi, Dory. I am a new listener of your podcast. My friend Hillary recommended it because I'm going through a kind of tough time. I just found out at 31 that I have the BRCA1 gene, so I've had to start getting screenings and doctor's appointments, and it's just a lot. Anyway, the question that I'm asking is one of my friends just really hasn't shown up in the midst of this, and I've tried asking her for specific things like, on the days I have appointments, will you just text me and say that you love me and that you hope things go well because that's just what I need from you right now. And it's been met with a lot of defensiveness. And now whenever she calls, I'm on the other side of my screens and doing a lot better on the whole, but I still dread her call and even now I can feel my heart racing. So I'd love some advice on how to address this further. I don't really know what to do. It's not fun. Thanks for your podcast. It's really helped me. Uh, in this time. Mm. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear about this diagnosis. Yeah, that's, that's really rough. It's really, really rough. Um, One thing that comes to mind mm. for me is, well, first of all, good for you for articulating what you needed from your friend, as yeah. we just discussed. That is often very difficult, especially for women to do. And I'm sorry that she wasn't able to be there for you. Um, I think this is really tough because it's like sometimes our friends don't live up to our expectations and they, for whatever reason, they can't or won't be the friend that we think they should be or that we want them to be. And I think it's like you sort of have to adjust your expectations in a way that sucks. You know, like you're like, I'm going through this really hard thing. And this really good friend of mine just has not been there. Um, and I think now it's like, is this worth ending the friendship over? Or is this just kind of when you like knock her down to a lower tier of friendship? Yeah, I mean, my initial thought was that if you feel like it's worth communicating this to this person you should but right now i would say put your caring for your health ahead of yeah even giving this person any more energy right now totally because it, it it also sounds like when you've tried to broach it like you said she responds defensively and what i don't i obviously only know the specifics of what you've expressed in this voicemail but what i suspect might be happening is that it could have been like a snowball effect where she didn't show up once and then she felt guilty about not showing up. And so it just kind of kept going. And then she is now 
a crappy friend. Yeah, I mean, who knows? But who knows? And also, maybe there's something going on with her, as we just discussed. Like, people, people also often have things going on. I mean, I think Kate is right in that it's probably not going to be healthy for you to try to, like, work this out with her right now. But maybe in a few months, you should, like, go to lunch or something and have this conversation in person. Or just email them. Ooh, you know how I feel about that. I guess I do. But I'm part of me is like, what's worth your time? Is it worth it to go go out to lunch and have the... It depends what she wants. Yes, fair. If she wants to totally, you know, say goodbye to this friendship, then fine, an email. Although I don't like an email. I don't love an email breakup. Um, but I think if you think that there's something worth salvaging from this relationship, then I think it is worth discussing it with her in person. I love an email breakup. Lori is not happy with this choice. I don't. I just feel like I understand the impulse to kind of like get everything down on paper. And especially if you feel like you're confronting someone who you have trouble communicating with in person and you want to make sure that like all your points are heard. But I think the person on the receiving end, it's like you feel ambushed. It, you, that is a good point. You kind of just receive this big yeah, bomb in your inbox. I can say having been on the receiving end of an email like this, I did not respond well to it. And it did feel like a friendship ending email, which is fine. But I felt no um I felt no compulsion to continue the friendship after I got an email like this where it felt like someone had tallied up all of their mm. grievances against me over the course of like uh, two years and then just dumped them all in an email. That's fair. So I'm and caller, I'm not saying that this is what you would do or how you would, you know, feel about it, but uh, I'll just that is partly why I do not feel like these types of emails are the best. That is fair. So when the time is right for you, yeah, address it in the way that works best for you. Yeah. And I'm sorry about your diagnosis. Yeah, but I'm glad you have a friend like Hillary. Totally. Sounds like you do have um, a great support system. And I know how it can feel even when you have like the most amazing support system in the world, but the one person you thought was going to be there for yep. you is not. It can be so jarring. Yeah. And I have I've been in that situation and it, it consumed me a little bit mm -hmm. because you're you can't understand it. Right. And that that is a real challenge. So, you know, put yourself first right now. And when the time works for you. You can talk to them. Perhaps listeners have thoughts. Yeah, I'd love to hear some thoughts from listeners about this. Do you want to tackle this next email? Yeah. Um, okay. I have a question I'd love to get your thoughts on. I'm in a not great place in life right now. I'm miserable, but I'm miserable at my very stressful job looking for a new one, but it's a process and I'm not optimistic it's going to happen quickly. I'm responsible for the cooking, cleaning, dog walking, emotional labor at home because my husband is in a new job full time and in grad school part time and I'm dealing with some minor but unfun health issues. I know that this phase will pass and I'm planning on going back to therapy as soon as our health insurance with my husband's new job kicks in. Yet another reason why employer tied health insurance is the worst. My question is about how to talk with friends and acquaintances. I'm not talking about my best friends who understand where I'm at, but rather people I see socially or friends I'm catching up with over a drink who might not want to hear about how hard things are right now. 
I waffle back and forth between making light of things and talking about how I really feel and neither sit right with me after I leave the situation. I especially hate the I feel sorry for you looks and it will get better statements at the end of the conversation. How would you approach this situation? Hmm. Do you have thoughts, Kate? Well, I'm I'm hearkening back to it when my mom had cancer and I would run into people and they'd be like, how are you doing? And I would literally just be like, not great. Or I would just say, honestly, like, not, I would say bad. (laughs) I mean, I would just, because I was just so jaded. I mean, rightfully so, I think, but I just couldn't even bring myself to have these like conversational, um, you know, the kind of fake banter we all engage in. It's just polite. It's just people being polite. No, No one means any harm. Um, but I did tell the truth and then that would often leave people not knowing what to say to me. Yeah. And which, you know, is nobody's, we aren't equipped socially, I think, to talk about hard things. Yeah. It's not, hasn't really been something that we do. So I think in doing it, if you make that choice, you're honestly only making these conversations easier and more commonplace. Yeah. But you also don't have to take that on. Mm -hmm. And I, I think you're right that they do often end with like the the I feel sorry for you or like it's going to get better or the or the story about the friend mm-hmm. who had the same thing the cousin yeah yeah or the like every, I believe everything happens for a reason yep. or the universe totally or stuff that doesn't actually help you right so I think why don't what if you left it in a situation by situation basis if you're out with a friend catching up over a drink you might want to talk about what's going on in your life yeah um, but, you know, if you're just running into somebody and you don't want to deal with the, like, sad puppy dog eyes, don't do it. Yeah. You know, I would say do do what is going to make your life easier. Yeah. I mean, I think I think in some cases, just like getting out of the situation quickly is the best point of like the best way to deal with it. Um, so if someone says, how are you? I think you can just say. I'm fine. Yeah. And just sort of leave it at that. Did you experience this when you were going through like some of the really challenging moments of IVF? Totally. And how did you handle these situations? It was kind of like you said, it was like case by case. Um, If I felt like it was someone that I wanted to discuss things with, then I would go into it. Um, I mean, I was also a slightly different case because I was very public about what I was going through on a podcast. So (laughs) a lot of times I actually felt like people, you know, I I did talk very openly about it on a podcast and then sometimes friends would want to like know what was going on and I would be kind of drained from talking about it, you know? Right. And you just wanted to be like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I do think it's case by case, but the, the responses like Kate was saying do get kind of frustrating. Um, and I would just, I very rarely would confront people about it. I would just kind of like grin and bear it when they told me about, you know, their neighbor's cousin who had been doing 10 rounds of IVF <sighs> and then just got pregnant on vacation because she was relaxed. So. Oh God, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm experiencing major tension in my body just hearing that. So let's take another short break and then we're going to come back with a... Uh, some, some water talk? Yes. Some water works? Some water works. <laughs> you know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it and how we love it. 
Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad. They're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay. I know. visible on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like creppiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed. They combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage. You can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. One Skin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. And please support our show and tell them we sent you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, we're back. Kate labeled this the peeing segment in our <laughs> notes here. Well, we had a person who emailed us. We did. Who said they wet the bed and yes. were very nervous that it was only them. And it is not. Because people have weighed in. Many people. Weighed in. Yep. And it turns out lots of people have peed the bed as adults. Yes. So don't worry. Um, I compiled many emails. We don't have to read them all at length, but here's just a here's just a gentle touch of what people have said. Um, okay, first person. It happened to me when I was a teenager. I totally had a dream about going to the bathroom. It turned out I really did wet the bed. Another person. I hope I can assure your listener who peed while she was sleeping. That just happened to me last week. I was in a deep sleep and dreamt I was peeing and woke up and found that I had leaked. The listener is not alone. And they said, uh, it's 
okay. I did tell my partner that this has happened a second time before, and uh, he was totally supportive and kind. Should I, should I read the next one? You take this part away. Okay. Um, another listener wrote, it happened to me once during my first pregnancy and I was so shocked by it. I called the doctor to make sure my water hadn't broken. After we figured out that wasn't what the fluid was, he let me know that it is common for pregnant ladies to have these types of accidents. I verified that with a group of friends. A few of them experienced the same thing. You're doing amazing things with your body right now. Do not stress about this. Um, and then someone else wrote, this happened to me once about three years ago. It was a time in my life when I had a toddler and a baby and I was exhausted. Kind of how I remember feeling when I was newly pregnant. It just happened once and I felt completely mortified. I didn't know what to do in the moment. I remember I needed to change my pajamas and sleep on a towel the rest of the night because I didn't want to wake my husband. I did not end up telling him about it. And in fact, this is the first time I'm telling anyone. I continue to have dreams where I'm peeing. But like you both said, aside from that one incident, I've always woken up and gotten to the bathroom in time. I think if it happened more than once, I would tell my husband, but I don't think the listener should feel like she needs to tell her partner if she isn't comfortable with the idea. If it happens again, she should mention it to her doctor, but I wouldn't worry about it yet. All this to say she is not alone. Our bodies do crazy things sometimes. Yeah. And then one person said, this happens to me. I drink a lot of water all day, so I do wake up at least once to pee at night, but sometimes I'll be de deep asleep and have the most elaborate dream about searching to find a usable bathroom. And I do sometimes end up peeing a little for real. I don't think it's anything to be concerned about and definitely nothing to be ashamed about. Yes. We even had a voicemail about peeing. Let's hear they it. They had a hypothesis about peeing while asleep. Here's what they said. Hi, I was just listening to the mini app um, where the uh, a listener wrote in about peeing the bed in the middle of a dream. Um, I've totally had this happen one time before and looking up and talking with a therapist, um, it's, uh, I've learned it's a sign of, like, great stress. And if this uh, listener is um, newly pregnant, then that is a very stressful time in her life. Um, so I, I mean, you've already expressed that you wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't be worried. But also the thing that stuck out to me was our partner being grossed out. We're about to go through uh, a huge transition of childbirth and being peed on constantly. So I think um, this is a nice segue into your partner understanding uh, the things are about to get really gross. Um, so good luck and uh, thanks for everything. Bye. Great point. Really good point. Your partner's going to be, y'all yeah. are going to be being peed on. Yeah. This is the least of it. Yeah. So get, you know, they can get comfortable with it now. Mm -hmm. But I think the most important takeaway is that this happens to lots of people. Yes. It's not a real recurring thing. I think you're okay. Yeah. I, I guess I would only say if you're not pregnant and this is a recurring thing, you might want to see a doctor. You might just want to talk to a doctor about it. For sure. Just to find out if there's some underlying health or physical reason. Yes, because friendly reminder, we are not doctors. No. We encourage medical professionals. We don't even play doctors on TV. No, we don't play them anywhere. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do when sometimes when I've played with my kids, I've put on like a doctor, you know, Doc yeah. McStuffins. Sure. But that, I mean, even Doc take count. No, Doc McStuffins is taking care of stuffed animals. Not the same thing. No. I digress. The important thing is that we're all wetting the bed. Or we have. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Let's all get used to it. Yeah.
And you know what I forgot to mention the last time we talked about this? You can get like what we have for kids. You can get one of those little sheets that go under the bed. Oh, like a rubber sheet. Yeah, that protects mm-hmm. the bed from getting uh, soaked through. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. There you go. Well, we're going to end today with a very special voicemail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't know if someone left it on purpose or by accident. I'm assuming on purpose, but it is, it's made my life. And we want to thank this caller. Wait, sorry. Didn't we play this last week? No, we played the Golden Girls theme last week. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. So many callers are calling and singing. Yeah. Um, so this is not a song we wrote. This is a song uh, a certain pop artist named Taylor Swift wrote, but a listener decided to call in and sing to us, and we appreciate it. So we will exit on this note, everybody. Uh, farewell. I'm so sick of running across to that day. Wondering if I'd get that quick or if I was a man. And I'm so sick of them coming at me again. Cause if I was a man, then I'd be the man. I'd be the man. I'd be the man. Well, thank you for that. Anyone else who wants to call in their favorite snippets of songs, please do. We welcome theme songs, pop songs. Anything. Bring it on. Bye, everyone.